Running combat without a grid or without miniatures or really any physical or virtual representation of combat, something known as theater of the mind combat, isn't something you have to do either all the time or never at all. Really, theater of the mind combat is a tool that you can keep in your toolbox to use when it makes sense given the direction that the story is taking at the table. One of the best times to use theater of the mind combat is when you have a small battle against weaker foes in an area of, of limited complexity. It might be a handful of mercenary guards walking down a hallway, or it could be a couple of Sahuigan on patrol in a sunken temple, or it might be four bandits hanging out in the cellar of an inn. Really, Theater of the Mind works very well when you have a single type of enemy in an area that isn't particularly complicated, and particularly in a battle that's not going to be deadly for the characters. Most important when you're running a Theater of the Mind battle is to ask for the player's intent. This changes the dynamic a little bit in how we typically run a D&D game. In this case, instead of saying, what do you do? We ask them, what would you like to do? The nice thing about asking for intent is that it can take pretty complicated sets of mechanics and it can turn them into a story-based element. So imagine you have a Sentinel Polearm Master, right? A very complicated mechanical build that's, that many would say you can really only do when you have a visualization of what's going on in a grid. Four orcs are charging you down a hallway and you're a sentinel polearm master. What do you want to do? When you ask them, what do you want to do? What's your intent? Instead of saying like getting in a back and forth, well, how far away are they? Or how, can, how close they are? They can say, I want to make sure that it, I'm between our cleric and our wizard, that they're behind me and that I am keeping the orcs at bay with my glaive. And you say, excellent. Uh, as the orcs charge in, one of them charges within reach of your glaive. You're able to make an attack before they get to you. You might also say one of the orcs tries to get around you to attack one of your allies, but you're able to interpose yourself between your ally and the orc and get an opportunity attack against them. Even when we think about the complicated mechanics that exist around a character, there's still an intent there. There's still something that the player wants to do with those mechanics. And it's that intent that we want to dig into. Using Theater of the Mind for small battles has a lot of advantages. First, it gives us a lot of flexibility in the story. We might not even have them built ahead of time, and we might be able to build battles right as they happen just by saying, hey, four orcs come down the hallway. We don't have to set up a grid. We don't have to set up tokens. We don't have to drop into a big virtual tabletop or set up a big map on our table in order to run them. We can go straight from the narrative of the story directly into the narrative of a battle. Small battles like this are a great way to dip our toe into theater of the mind combat. It gives us as DMs and our players a chance to try it out in a situation that isn't overly complicated and one that isn't a real risk for their characters. The players will get used to running that way. They'll understand how it works. And then if you want to run it for a larger fight that's more complicated or has a greater threat, they at least understand how it works. So even if you run combat on a grid with miniatures and tokens all the time, you can still keep theater of the mind combat in your back pocket for situations that come up during the game in which the characters might get involved in a battle that you didn't expect. It's a real handy tool to keep in your back pocket and to let the story go in whatever direction it's going to go and give you a chance to tell exciting dynamic stories with your friends at the table. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, you can help me out in a few ways. First, you can get the latest Sly Flourish article directly to your inbox by subscribing to the Sly Flourish newsletter. Second, if you want to see more videos like this, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you want to support me directly, you can go to patreon.com slash slyflourish and sign up, or you can pick up my book, Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master. I hope you enjoyed this video. Have a great day.